is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. When they transition to their new existence, we get on the case, tracking down their comings and goings and reporting it all to you. I'm your host, the Celebrity Medium, welcoming you to this week's little online get-together. If Turnabout is fair play, there's sure is a lot of fair play going on in the continuing story of Ronald and Nancy Reagan. For the past few weeks, we've been reporting on what the Gipper has been up to. After word got out that Ron hadn't contacted his earthly plane wife when she transitioned to the next world, the tabloid started snooping around and determined that he was spending time with former film star Marilyn Monroe. Speculation, naturally, was that the two had a thing going. That all changed, however, when M.M. announced that she was engaged to John F. Kennedy. To say that Nancy Reagan was mad about her husband's dalliance would be an understatement. She denounced Ron as a, quote, bastard, and friends reported that she was as angry as they'd ever seen her over the man whose side she stood by for decades, dropped her for a bleach blonde. Her husband, on the other hand, seems to have bounced back nicely from the rejection. He has been seen in recent days out on the town with, wait for it, Jackie Kennedy Onassis. The two had dinner the other night at P.T. Barnum's giant circus tent-shaped restaurant slash From the way the place has been described to me, that is the last joint a couple trying to hide a burgeoning relationship would go to. It apparently seats hundreds and hundreds of people, the exact opposite of a quiet romantic spot. Word is that Ronnie wanted to be seen with Jackie to throw his new squeeze in Nancy's face as it was guaranteed that they'd be spotted there by the press. So if that was his intent, he succeeded in grand style as reporters swarmed Mrs. Reagan when she appeared the next day at the opening of a new gallery in one of the Afterlife's art museums. My sources tell me that she repeated, no comment, many times, but people are saying that the angry expression on her face spoke volumes. Hell, it is said, hath no fury like a woman scorned, but the Afterlife may not have any either. Drip artist Jackson Pollock has been found guilty, at least in the court of next world public opinion, of electrocuting David Bowie during his recent concert in iVironment. According to my sources, at least seven people now say that they saw a man matching Pollock's description either entering or leaving the area near the rain system control room in the attraction during Bowie's performance of Gene Genie. The falling rain caused a short in the band's equipment that sent a shock through the mic stand Bowie was holding, sending him crashing to the stage floor, ending the show abruptly. For his part, 
Pollock hasn't addressed the accusations, having apparently made himself scarce since the incident. Because of the eyewitnesses and the fact that he has had a long-standing grudge against Ivironman, a recent poll of public opinion said that 68% of people familiar with the accusation believe that Pollock is the culprit. Over the weekend, the infamous giant mural of nude women Pollock painted that hung on Ivironman's wall behind the stage was taken down. I'm told that a crowd that had gathered to watch the unhanging of the artwork cheered and applauded as the immense painting was lowered to the ground. Word is that several news organizations are actively trying to locate the artist to get his side of the story so far to no avail. other shoe has dropped in the story of Tammy Faye Baker and her former fiancé Merv Griffin. We have been following this story for weeks now too, and recent speculation had it that Tammy was once again blackmailing Merv by threatening to spill the beans on some of the shady stuff Mr. Griffin has allegedly been up to of late. Rumor had it that she wanted to get a second TV show out of him to keep his secrets secret. Well, apparently that was the plan, as she just announced the other day that she will be the judge on a TV show called Tammy's Court. Now, from what I'm told, it'll be similar to the People's Court, you know, on that kind of show, with the twist that Judge Tammy will be sentencing the losing parties to perform various punishments that she will come up with. This hasn't aired yet, but it sounds to me like it might fall into the so-bad-it's-good category. <music> Lastly, John Belushi, an original cast member of Saturday Night Live, has apparently given up on his dream of making a movie star out of his 10-year-old adopted Korean son, Kim. His lack of fluency in the English language, combined with his complete absence of acting skills, meant that the boy was not destined for silver screen greatness. Instead, several sources tell me, John has now decided that Kim will become a pop star. To that end, he has enrolled the boy in singing classes, and he's hired people to design a wardrobe for Kim in an attempt to make him a pre-teen heartthrob. People who have seen the boy in rehearsal say he seems not to be terribly interested in the new career his father has chosen for him, but that apparently is not deterring John from trying to make his son the afterlife's answer to Justin Bieber. time for me to pack up my tent. My work here is done. I'll be back next week with more up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I would be honored if you joined me then and also if between now and then you would tell your friends that the report is available for free on iTunes. I am the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.